Today we're going to talk about the 18th day of Adar, Yemei Chabad, for the 18th day of Adar in the year Tafrei Jnun, that is 650, uh, 5,650, which translates into March 10th, 1890. That was the day of passing of the great Rabbi, Chassid, and genius, Rabbi Avraham David Lavut. That was his name. He was the great-grandfather of the Rebbe, great-grandfather of the Rebbe. He was the Rebbe's mother's father, mother's father. <laughs> you got that? We'll see. He was, okay, it went over. It was the Rebbe's mother, Rebbe's and Chana's father, whose name was Meir Shloima. His name was Meir Shloima Yanovsky. Yanovsky. And his mother's father, that was Rabbi Avram David Lavot. Let's talk a little bit about him. He was, um, uh, the Rebbe writes in the beginning of a book that he authored, a sefer, it's called Kav Noki, that actually deals with halachic matters in, in, in this regard, there's also with laws of divorce, and also there is a very important, in divorces, it's very important that you have the right naming, and there's a whole big always a debate to have the correct name, you want to make sure, but he was an expert in that and many other fields. Um, so this is what the Rebbe writes in the introduction to that book, something that he heard from his mother, the Rebbe Tzalchana uh, of blessed memory, Olava Sholem, a piece on her. He says that the Rabbi Avram David Lavud, the author of this book, Avanoki, uh, and he also authored the book Shara Koila and other books. He was born in the year Tovkuf Ayin Hay, 5575. But he was an exceptionally sharp mind. And his great uh, qualities and his uh, knowledge. Uh, unbelievable knowledge in the they call it in the Sea of the Talmud called the Yama Talmud because there is just so much in the Sea of Talmud his, his knowledge and he was also a very good hearted person he was a very righteous good hearted person this got him a lot of admirers that had a tremendous love for him during his lifetime his entire lifetime he had people that adored him uh, he was first of the uh Hasidim, in the beginning he was from the Hasidim of the Tzemach Tzedek. That's the third Lubavitch Rebbe, Rabbi Menachem Mendel. And he actually requested by the Tzemach Tzedek, he influenced the Tzemach Tzedek, that the great Hasid, is a known Hasid, the name is Rabbi Hillel, of the city of Parich. Uh, he was like such a great Tzadik that people also considered him to be like part of a Rebbe. He wasn't really a Rebbe, he was a Hasid of the Tzemach Tzedek, but he asked him, he con- convinced or sort of uh, the, the Tzemach Tzedek that he should have Reb Hillel travel to the uh, cities in small Russia. I don't know what they call it, Belarus? I don't know what's the small Russia. What is, or it's called the Russia Hakatano. I'm not sure what it means by small Russia. I'm not sure exactly which, which uh, communities. Uh, he told me they should go year by year, he should go out there to strengthen Torah, Yiddishkeit, to strengthen it, and to publicize the teaching of the Hasidus of Chabad. Reb Hillel held this Rabbi Avram David Lavut very, very dear, and he was also very endeared by another great 
chassid and rabbi and author of Svarim, the Rabbi Yo Yosef of Dribin, who was the founder uh, who wrote the book Ola Yosef. After the passing of the Tzamach Tzedek, the Rabbi Avram David Lavud became a chassid, became a kusher to the Rebbe Maharash. As we know, there was various different uh, Hasidic groups that came after the uh, Tzamech Tzedek, but the Rebbe Marash became the Chabad Rebbe, and he continued with the Chabad Rebbe, the Rebbe Marash. He was a Rav in the city of Rumanufka. And in the years, Tovrej Dalet, Tovrej Hei, that's uh, 604, 605, the Tzamech Tzedek founded a special kolel, a kolel in the uh, in this context, a kolel means a place where they had young people uh, study, devote their life to study, and that was led by this Rabbi Avram David uh, Lavut. Uh, approximately while he was 35 years old, I mean he's still a young man, relatively young man, he was appointed as the rabbi in the community of Nikolaev. And that was the position that he held on beautifully for 40 years he was there. He passed away at the age of 75 and from 35 to uh, 75 he was the rabbi over there and until his last day. And this is very amazing how he started and you know some of some of the marks of the Rebbe's grandfather's grandfather we also see by the Rebbe you know we see some of the influence. He says when he came to the city of Nikolaev it was a very small city. Uh, it was, it's a city which is on the Black Sea. It's on the edge of the Black Sea. You know where that is? Uh, yeah, is Little it? Russia is Ukraine. That Little Russia is called Ukraine? Ukraine. That's called Ukraine, okay. But it's next to the Black Sea, and there was a very important port in which boats, boats used to embark, disembark over there, that carried the merchandise. And the Jewish people did not have permission to live. Jewish people were at that time only allowed to live in certain areas. There was Tchum HaMoshev, there was only certain areas that the Jewish people were allowed to live. They were not permitted to live in the city of Nikolaev. There was an exception made for this. Uh, he was a uh, arc, uh, contractor. His name uh, was Repsender Refalovich and all the people that worked at the port, they got special permission, the Jewish people got special permission to live in the city of Nikolaev. But Rabbi Sender, he invited Rabbi Avram David to become the rabbi and the uh, leader for that community. Slowly but surely, the number of Jewish people living there has increased in the city because Rabbi Sender, he would get permission to settle there more Jews by signing them up as they're working in the port. He Maybe he was a, a uh, contractor. He got these people to say they're working at the port. And based on the advice of the rabbi, Rabbi David Lavut, he invited and settled there many Tamid Chachomim, Shoichtim, Malamdim, teachers, all of them. He says that Rabbi Avram David, he worked and did a lot of good for the uh, Jewish people in his own community and also in the entire region of the region of Kherson, it's called, because he made sure that their spiritual and their physical needs should be taken care of. And the government actually recognized 
uh, Rabbi Avram David, how his special qualities, his talents, and when he was only 40 years old, they also appointed him to be a rabbi from the government, which was, there were people that the Jewish community, he was appointed, the government recognized him as a rabbi in the city of Nikolaev, and in 40 colonies uh, that surrounded the city of Nikolaev. As just for an example of some of his work, what he did was that there was a, a plague. In those days, they used, people used to uh, die from these plagues, the, 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 the Black Plague. I don't know what the different names That was. Bubonic Plague. That was in right? Yeah, what is this plague? Oh, okay. That was much earlier. The plagues, yeah, it was like the flu. Unless there's bad snow. Okay. So, the Ram David worked by himself. But he traveled uh, from one settlement to another settlement, and he put the effort, uh, all of his strength, to bring help and to find uh, something to help the sick people over there. Uh, He prepared hospitals, he brought doctors, and he saved many people. And because of his work, in his dedicated work in Nikolaev, in this entire region, the government gave him two um, uh, medals of distinction, one of silver and one of gold. And they also uh, called him, there was a Ezrach Nikbat, meaning he was a distinguished uh, citizen, a distinguished citizen that he got. Could be the flu back then, too? Could be. There were epidemics of that, yep. yeah. Okay. And because he was involved with the government official, uh, he added with more strength efforts to try to help the Jewish people uh, materialistically because their financial situation was very, very difficult. And he also brought in. A, a sort of a spirit of life in their physical, in their spiritual standing. And he instituted many various different uh, ways to uh, conduct themselves, keeping the mitzvahs to inspiring people by doing these things. And these were things that he instituted were kept for many times, even after his passing. And thanks to his influence, this entire area of the called the region of Kherson, uh, became an area which Torah mitzvahs were observed. It became like a religious, a religious community. Also, in the settlement which was called Rumanovka, which was in the region of Kherson, uh, that was led by his son-in-law, who was Haravagon uh, Rabbi Yisroel Leib Yanovsky. Rabbi Yisroel Leib Yanovsky, that became uh, very. Uh, public and uh, people famous, became famous and many students would flock to go to the city, to this uh, settlement of Rumanovka to be under the um, uh, the leadership of his son-in-law which was Rabbi Yisrael Lebyanovsky. Now besides this volume he wrote Sefer Kabnoki, he wrote Sefer Beis Arin and also uh, uh, with addition, which comes with the approval of the Rebbe Marash, which have been uh, very much probably know about them, they've been publicized. He also printed a Siddur of the Alter Rebbe with exactly uh, uh, very precise all the wording, everything correctly, and he also authored a 
book called Shara Koilo, which is on the Siddur in general, which explains, especially explaining the source of the Alter Rebbe's version, why he chose one version of the others, and the different changes. And he also wrote Nesiv Chaim, a book on the Derech Chaim. Um, together they published that, which was uh, endeared in the whole entire country. Now, so this that we just mentioned that he had this uh, uh, son-in-law, which made the Rabbi Sroleib Yanovsky. He was his son-in-law. He was his son-in-law. Rabbi Sroleib Yanovsky. That was his son-in-law. Now this. Right, what was his, his last name? Was the same last name? No, his name was Lavot. Rabbi Avram David Lavot, and Rabbi Yisro Leib Yanovsky was his son-in-law. So it's like this, the, the, from his first marriage, Avram David Lavot, from his first marriage, he had a daughter whose name was Rivka. Now this Rivka was a very modest and a very uh, special woman, but her husband was Rabbi Yisro Leib. So that he was the son-in-law. Now, they had this, he had only, this was one daughter he had from his first marriage, but they had many children. Uh, the f- oldest one was Rameir Shleima, he was the oldest one. Then there was Menachem Mendel, Iser of Iser, and Ramosha, then had daughters, Fege, Chave, Dina, Musya, Hodl, Mindel. You know, a large family. And his wife, at his second marriage, was from the, uh, from Poland, and she was her name was Pesia Hochstein. There was the, uh, and they had a son, Reb Menashe. So he had all these children. Uh, this Reb Avram David. But what Reb Avram David did, he took the oldest son of his daughter Rivka from the, and Rameir Shleimer, and he raised him in his house. So Reb Avram David technically uh, raised this Rameir Shleimer Yanovsky. This Rameir Shlomenovsky is the father of the Rebbe Tzalchana, of the Rebbe's mother. When he passed away, when Rabbi Avram David Lavut passed away, he left over a letter to the head of the community of Nikolaev that they should appoint his daughter's son, his grandson, Rameir Shlomer, to be taking his place, to be the new Rebbe, take his place. Because he says he's like my son. Normally, he had a lot of other sons, as you can see from his. Uh, he had. Um, Two marriages. Yeah, no, but yeah, so he had. Uh, 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 he had a lot of kids there. This was his oldest. We had other, other grandchildren, and there were. Um, his own children. Uh, the only one he had was from his second wife, he had a son named Rabbanasha, right? Yes. That's what he had. He had the second one he had, a Menashe. So instead of Rabbi Menashe, he uh, appointed that Rameir Shloimer should be the, uh, the rabbi. Now the Rameir Shloimer, he became the rabbi, and he, he was known, uh, Rameir Shloimer, he was an exceptionally, with his wide knowledge in the Talmud, with his Hasidic conduct, and with his outstanding characteristic and character traits just like his grandfather he loved peace and he would run away from honor and the community realized that and they appointed him to become the next rabbi Rabbi Avram David Lavut he passed away on the 2nd 
uh, on Monday, the 18th of Adar, as mentioned, Tov Nun in the city of Nikolaev, and there is his resting place. Now, the Rebbe relates that he used to go with his mother uh, for some times, she used to go visit her parents in the city of Nikolaev. That was even after the Rebbe didn't live regularly. They would go for summers, other times, they would go to the city of Nikolaev, and they would spend the Our Rebbe. Our Rebbe. This was, he was born in the turn of the century. So we're probably talking before World War I. Yeah. Because that area was engulfed in war because it bordered Turkey at the Bosporus Straits. It was right, it wasn't far, the Black Sea goes into the Mediterranean through the um, Constantinople. They have to, the Russians had to get permission from the Turks to, for the ships to go Why through. Why do you say it was 19... It has to be before 1914 because there was a huge war battles over there. Okay, but whatever the case is, um, the, the Rebbe has very, looks like very fond memories uh, of, his, of his... And in the city of Nikolai. Now, the Rebbe, in this, to a certain extent, if one can say that, has followed in the path of like his great grandfather, and occasionally the Rebbe would take issue with him, and the Rebbe would sort of say, "Unlike my great grandfather, he writes." And the Rebbe yeah. <laughs> takes issue with him. But the Rebbe, in addition to the Rebbe's uh, endless knowledge in all parts of the Torah and the Kabbalah and everything else, the Rebbe was also very meticulously uh, trying to show the sources for which Chabad customs, first of all, to accurately record and to accurately know what is precisely the Chabad traditions. And, uh, and the Rebbe spent numerous, uh, you know, numerous letters and numerous times talking about and showing a, the uh, correctness of the Chabad tradition. And we read a lot of the Sha'aloch HaMinhag, we see the Rebbe's um, input in a lot of different uh, ways, but and the Rebbe, uh, the Sharakolo, did that, and he tried to show what the Alter Rebbe Siddur, the changes, and where it's different. Uh, we have the Rebbe's Haggadah, especially the Rebbe's Haggadah, which this was actually a direct commentary from the Rebbe on the Haggadah, which is uh, follows a similar way to try to figure out why the Alter Rebbe says exactly why he said what his sources are, and but notwithstanding that, the Rebbe disagrees a lot of times with the Sharakolo. Uh, with, with what his grandfather write. But yet the Rebbe very fondly, you know, always remembers, sure. you know, and speaks about the city of Nikolaev. And there were Hasidim from the city of Nikolaev. There is actually songs that comes from, uh, from Nikolaev. Um, uh, my, uh, my son's, uh, my, my, my son's uh, wife's family, their, they drive, their ancestry, they come from Nikolaev. That was, uh, oh. and there was, was a uh, yeah. So there is, there is a, Nikolai was a very famous, you know, from there, as we see here, was a Hasidic sort of a home. It was a, something that they, um, you know, uh, uh, became into a, like a real place, like he said. But he combined, I think the, the beautiful thing is, he was recognized by the government. He was recognized by the people. He did for everybody. He did physically, he did spiritually. He, he just all around was a, a sort of a, a perfect, well, that was something like that our Rebbe, you, you see a Rebbe going in that, in that way, you know, in all, in every aspect, you know. And, 
it was actually the Russian government that created these so-called chief rabbis. There was no such thing as a recognized chief rabbi. But unfortunately, a lot of times they would appoint rabbis which weren't fit. It so happens that he was the real rabbi, and then they also appointed him from the government. But sometimes they would impose their rabbis, and they were trying to actually influence 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 and get the way. So this was the exception, this was the positive.